Hi guys, you're welcome to African Brand Academy, a space where we teach Nigerian and African brands how to build, manage, market, and boost their brand successfully. I'm your host, Sean Alfred, and I am so excited to dive into the topic of brand growth today. Uh, we all know that growing a brand takes hard work, determination, and a little bit of magic, you know? But the good news is that it's not impossible, yeah? And in this episode, we are going to be exploring the ins and the outs of brand growth. We'll be discussing the key factors that contribute to successful brand growth and sharing tips and tricks that you can use to take your brand to the next level. So whether you're starting out or you're a season pro looking to take your brand to the next level, this episode is for you. Without further ado, I'll be talking with Peace Itimi today on ways to successfully grow a business with digital transformation. And if you're hearing this name for the first time, Peace Itimi is best known as a digital and growth marketing expert, a YouTuber, and a teacher. Over the last five years, she has trained over 8,000 people on digital marketing, running online businesses, growth strategies, branding, and other related subjects. And outside her professional career, she volunteers as a chapter lead for Women Will, where she's empowering women with business, leadership, digital, and career skills. She's a 2019 nominee for the Future Awards Africa and one of the African YouTubers we have come to reckon with when it comes to entrepreneurship and marketing. She's the host of Founders Connect, a segment I love so much on YouTube, and um, Founders Connect podcast dedicated to telling stories about the journey of startups and their founders, and also the Vulnerability podcast dedicated to sharing stories of the things that make us human to inspire people to share theirs also with individuals across the globe. She's the author of the best-selling book, Growth Hack, which is 62 lessons on inspiration, marketing, and self-development. <laughs> Your honors are too much to count, and there's still so much so unsaid about you. Even me, sir, I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> that's, me. that's a long, a long bar, right? Wow. Like, and there's still so much that is unsaid about you. <laughs> there's, there's still so much to say. But I would love to know what is the most recent update with you. What's the mis- most recent update with me? Yeah. Ha, that's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> the most recent update with me is that I bought a new tattoo today. That's the most recent update. I was watching I was watching your YouTube um, last time. Is it part of the one you got for your birthday? Oh no, 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 new. I like literally got it today. Today? Wow. So where do you yeah, where, where, where is this one? Um it's on my right hand, like literally on my hand, and it was so painful because there's oh. a lot of bone right there, right? So just under my finger. So what inspired this tattoo? Um, my mom. It's oh. my mom's name. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's nice. Yeah. Her name is Patience. What's written there is Patience. Well, it's also a good reminder in life to take it slow, right? Mm. You talked much about that one, one of your YouTube videos, about how you're going to be more patient and stuff like that. I'm like, that one is especially for me because you keep trying to run to the finish line and we don't even just enjoy the process and the journey so that's a good one i would love to see one of these days you study biochem right medical biochemistry medical biochemistry so how did a medical biochem student go from that to diving head deep into digital marketing and then being a growth expert can you take us back the timeline um i can try (laughs) um how how did it happen? I, I was studying medical biochemistry. Um, plan was to end up studying medicine and surgery after I finished my first degree. Okay. 
But somewhere along the line, I found someone who was a Google Students ambassador and we just got talking and he was like, Google is looking for people like you because I was blogging at that time just very randomly. And he was like, oh, if you can blog, you can probably like do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the application came out, I applied, I became a Google Students ambassador and that's literally how my life changed. Um, we just, just that exposure, I'd never traveled. I don't think I've ever been to Lagos before. I've never traveled out of the country before. I didn't know what digital marketing was, or there was a career path like that. My what I could see was still very just limited to like graduates get a degree and get a job. Uh, but just being being having access to that, just Google resources and seeing Googlers and seeing them wear t-shirts and trousers and jeans mm. and sneakers and they are working and they are being our program directors i think that just created like a huge mind shift for me mm-hmm. um and so after the summit we went back to school and i just kept digging deeper mm-hmm. and started creating and building a community around it as well mm-hmm. uh, around google product and teaching people and you know one thing led to the other and next thing you know my friend and i were saying let's create a digital marketing agency because people keep asking us about digital marketing stuff that's why I have today. <laughs> oh, yeah, because when I started following far back 2017, 2018 or so, I, I told you now that I went to your first post. Like, I went that far back to understand where it all started from. Like, what's this, what's, this, what's driving this person? What's driving her? I want to know because I was in school back then too. And I saw that you were also a student and you were doing this uh, Facebook, sometimes for training for Facebook and stuff like that. And I'm like, what's the drive? Let me see if I can get the drive from her because it was following to see your growth i'm like damn but it's you're proud of how far you've come or do you do you want sometimes think about the fact that you could have been a medical doctor right now i'm i'm grateful that i'm not <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was I'm you that chose the course yeah yeah it was it was always my dream as a child but i mean in hindsight i'm glad that i'm here not there i i hope that i would have excelled still i think i would have excelled still but I think about the lifestyle, I think about what I know now, I think about what I'm passionate about mm-hmm. now, and it just kind of makes sense that I ended up here, right? So um, I've never thought, oh my God, I should have gone. Like, I've thought I've we get here and there, not a lot of regret, but like, there's mm-hmm. a few things that maybe, just maybe, if I had to go back in time, I would do differently. Maybe you, because I believe in just learning and moving on. But the one thing that I would never like think in my spare of thoughts to do differently is to do medicine, right? And say, oh, I would have not continued with my pushing my digital marketing and go back to study medicine. I don't think that would have mm. ever happened. Um, mm. So I've, I've never missed it. Um, sometimes I, I joke and say that sometimes I feel like I don't, I didn't even go to school because I barely can remember anything I was taught in university. Um, so like when I got exposed into digital marketing and I just started learning, it just kind of erased every other thing medical book came in my, which is terrible because my mother paid school fees. <laughs> but <laughs> are you finished uh, school? And I did finish school. I graduated and wow. served. You know, served, but then not do anything because I did school. <laughs> no, I didn't. After once, once I graduated, that was it. Once I did, I wrote my final paper. That was like love and light. Mm. And then from there, it just went on to. But you did more training back in the day. I did a lot. I did. I did a lot of training back in the day. I don't know if I would say I did more of training, but I did a lot of training. And and I think that was really great because I feel like a lot of the things that I know now in terms of like knowledge of marketing mm. is because i was trained you know this popular saying that when you train you learn twice when you teach you, you learn, learn twice, twice. Yeah. i think that it, it helps me really really understand theoretically um mm. and being able to communicate to different kinds of people about specific ideas so i can communicate to you 
C-level people are going to come into interns who don't know anything. Just, it really could just kind of, and it also boosts my confidence because I remember that the first thing I was really good at, like the first time I ever thought like, peace, maybe you have a gift, it was for teaching. Because I'm like, I do this so well, so effortlessly without thinking and people just get it, right? So it also helps me build my confidence a lot. So there's a lot of, I, I still want to, I want to retire hopefully teaching uh, and I still look out for opportunities to train people, not as much as I used to anymore because it's also very exhausting end of all, especially when you have to combine with multiple things. So I'm looking for something that I'm still, if I find very rewarding ways to teach, I always want to do it just because of all the benefits that it gives me. But even though I spent a lot of time training and teaching at that time, I was also doing like actual client work, agency work, working at startups. So I always kind of, except in 2017, when I actually worked and ran a training center for digital marketing, every year through my career, I've always done both. I've actually always practiced, but then also found a way to teach as well. So I won't say it was mostly that, but it was a huge part of it. And it was probably mostly how I built a brand because by the time I, I trained a lot, I traveled a lot as well. Um, people begin to know you and in fact, oh, this is the person that taught me, this person that I started my career and I will always show pictures. And I think that also helped initially to just like mm. get visibility over the work that I was doing. Is the agency that you and your friend, is it still on? Are you still working there? Are you still working no, <laughs> it's, it's been a long time. We, we stopped a long time ago. When, when um, entrepreneurs come to you or companies come to you and be like, I want to grow my business, what do you feel they're talking about or what do you feel business owners should be thinking about when they're talking about business growth? Um, so first of all, when, when entrepreneurs think about business growth, right, what they're really thinking about is the company's bottom line. They want to get more customers. They want to increase revenue. They want to retain their existing customers. Those really the three core facets of growth, right? You acquire mm-hmm. new customers or clients mm-hmm. or users, you're able to retain the customers or clients or users that you have. And in addition, you are able to make money from the new and existing customers. So growth, business growth is really around this core three things. If a business needs acquisition, retention, and revenue, the sky's mm-hmm. the limit. Just keep opening new markets and new markets. Um, so that's one facet of it, right? Like how when what what business growth actually means in it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you differ per person. It's not all the time that an entrepreneur would think about all three, depending on what stage of your business or what stage of your mm-hmm. company is. Maybe at the beginning, you're going to be focused on acquisition, or at some or at the beginning, you focused on retention. Like we want to make sure that the small customers that we have, even if it's two things, five or small listeners, for instance, for you, for instance, you run a podcast. At the beginning of your podcast, you're going to focus on one or two major things. One, I want to make sure that I have rich people are listening to me. I'm able to build a community around this like repeated listeners that are looking forward to my content, right? That's kind of like retention. Once you nail repeated number of even if it's five users or ten or listeners or hundred listeners they start thinking okay i want more listeners right i don't want just the same hundred people every week i want to reach more people i want a thousand and ten thousand and you get to certain points and even if at the beginning you're not thinking about money you start saying okay i've spent a lot of resources i spent a lot of time how do i monetize it right so depending on where you are what also what kind of business you might not you might not be focused on all three aspects of the growth immediately you might focus on revenue first or retention first or acquisition first or a mix of two out of the three or all three right that's one aspect the other aspect of growth is that 
on the other hand to actually get this growth growth is dependent on every other every every part of the business right it's not just born out of ta or just marketing for instance growth is everything growth is the product right it's the quality of the products for your podcast is the quality of your content of quality of conversations that you have for a fintech product is the quality of the product right there it's easy to use people understand how to use the product very easily and they're able to get value as fast as they can from the product it's not breaking it's not crashing their phones it's not it's going through i try to make payment it works right so there's a quality of product um quality of the service i was running an agency before um a large it's one thing to acquire new clients but another part is that the clients that we acquire love our what we do for them so much that they're even talking about it that they want to pay us the next month right so the quality of the product mm-hmm. quality of the service is very important aspect of growth and that aspect is also the people the people working there right the culture every element of how they put in their hearts to work that's also an indirect aspect of growth then there's the marketing part of it right so you, yes it's good product yes it's good service but you want to make sure that people know about it if people if i don't know about your podcast i will never listen to it no matter how quality it is right it's that content you can spend a lot of your time creating content but if you never distribute it i never get to me you never do, it will never you'll never have impact it's supposed to have because there's no visibility so that's where marketing comes in right marketing works when your product works excellently and then you're just like oh promoting some more people are seeing it marketing can work if product is not working but it doesn't work for too long products can keep going if there's no marketing right but it will be slower than if added marketing that is, yeah. um so product marketing the people data how you use data as a part of it the, the tech so growth in itself the sales team if it's a b2b company not just a marketing team like qualification team the engagement team the cx team Every aspect of a business, one way or the other, directly or indirectly, actually also contributes to growth, right? That's the other part of it. So like, oh, yes, mm-hmm. it's a matter of what are your goals, revenue acquisition, retention, but it's also, if we're going to grow, we need to pay attention to all the different aspects from our customer success to our marketing to the quality of our products, so even the people that interface with and it. This leads to that you just said about the people, the culture and everything. When a business, so before a business are thinking of, okay, what's the next step for me to grow or scale, they should, there should be an audit first to know, okay, what part do we start focusing on first? Or do you think, yeah, answer this one first. Should an audit be done before knowing where to start growing or what to start improving in the business? Or we should just look for one segment and say, no matter at what point you are, let's improve um i think you always start with your goals right to so do the audit figure out what are, what's our, our goal right now what do we want to improve right now what can we get better okay. at right now and focus there right you have to i can't just say for the business everybody when you're just starting this should be your goal it would differ per the business the stage you are you, you have investors who are your target audience many things would would matter in the grand scheme of how you decide on what to focus on per time so yes start with an audit start with the goal setting exercise and identify okay this is what we should be focusing on to be able to get to where we are because all of these things are intertwined and they need to one thing to the other for you to have revenue you need users right mm-hmm. but you just don't need new users you need users that are repeated as well so if you think about what is our what is the core goal or core metric and not star metric that i need to have that if we if we hit that non-star metric automatically we're able to hit every other part or every other thing um, because it just kind of transcends, then that's that's a really awesome way to start. Hmm. Okay, so from your decade of experience in digital sphere, what role do you feel like digital transformation have 
in influencing business growth in any of this uh, aspect or all of them as a whole? Um, because the world is digital, right? So when we think about yeah. digital transformation, it's really about how to leverage the internet, how to leverage um, digital marketing, how to leverage technology, digital technology, how to just leverage tech, right? That's what digital transformation looks like for like businesses. There are lots of brick and mortar businesses. There's a lot of corporate organizations who are more of the paper and who are more just really, really structured. And they have like their own very long processes. Digital transformation yeah. for those people look like how do we use technology to accelerate our processes, to make our processes better? How do we use technology to simplify what we do? How do we use technology to scale? How do we use technology to auto- automate? How do, we, how do we use technology to become more accessible, right? So that's what digital transformation is. It's like you have a business, whatever it is, tech enabled or not tech enabled. Well, you can keep leveraging on digital technology. You can keep like on your tech um, software, hardware, as long as it's tech to scale, mm-hmm. to become accessible, um, um, to accelerate, to automate your processes, to simplify them. That's, that's really what it is. So it's like, what you're doing now, how can you make it better? How can we have, in, in a different world, you would have to find me in person for us to record this video. This is a podcast. Yes. Um, but you are using a product, a tech product, a software to say, here, mm-hmm. I'm not sure where you are in Nigeria, but I'm in London. And say, hey, it doesn't matter where peace is, but we can still record this using technology, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's a simple example of what digital transformation is. Of course, again, it would differ depending on the scale and type of business, but at the core is how do you just improve what you're currently doing make it better make it faster make it smoother make it have more value for you enable you to reach more people scale faster by leveraging technology if a company calls a meeting and be like one situation where you want to go to the next level as a company or as a brand if they bring you in as a professional for any department exactly whether it's in the cultural aspect or sales or marketing do you have stages in place that needs to be followed to accomplish um desired outcome for business growth um not really not not that i can readily share with you um but what it really starts from is an audit like we talked about earlier if someone says hey peace we need to figure out how we can grow this year my first question would be a lot of questions about what you guys are currently doing trying to understand the product or the service trying to understand the target market trying to understand how does the current customers or existing customers currently interact with the product how do they find you how do they activate how do they use you are they coming back what does the product look like what are the processes in place um that's usually how i start once we once we have a good idea of where we are then we do yeah. okay what are our goals what is that single metric what's our north star that if we hit it we know that the company is growing if it's a fintech company maybe it's transaction volume to help the transaction volume we need to acquire customers we need to have more features we need to retain customers all of these things are sub goals of that one goal so if we focus on that one goal it will help us focus on the other goal so we decide on okay what is our not that what's that one thing that we want to really focus on and then the other metrics that matter and contribute to it and then then that's when you now come into strategies and activities okay what do we then need to do right to then acquire the users retain the users that we have and hit those goals that's kind of like this three-step but many things in between process that I typically will go through. And it always differs because businesses are different. What applies for here doesn't apply for here. It's not always a one-size-fits-all. But um, for the most part, you can you can get away with 
figuring out what we are currently are, what our goals are, and then how we want to achieve our goals based on the learnings from where we are. And because what what you do when you learn from where you are is that you see the gaps and then you see the strength, mm. right? So you see, okay, this is what we're currently mm. doing well, and we just improve on it. But then you also see the gaps, what we are not doing well, and what could have potential. And then you say, okay, that's what we want to try and do, right? So that that's kind of how I think about it. Apart from like digital transformation, is there any strategy that can be implemented in a brand or a business that can help the brand scale and grow? For instance, if a company says, okay, so we're trying to do things better, structure our business, um, try to automate some processes and stuff like that. And they're bringing in um, digital transformation. So the idea is, like you said, is for them to go through the audit and what are the goals, what do we want to accomplish? Who do we need to bring in? What do we need to do? And how do we implement? And then I'm asking now, apart from digital transformation as a strategy for business growth, do you feel there are other strategies that businesses can use to um, improve? Digital transformation, yes, is a strategy for business growth, right? Okay. Um, but it's not, it's, it's more of I, the way I think about it, right? Opinions mm-hmm. might differ. But the way I think about it is digital transformation is more about the people and the process as an indirect way to grow the business right mm-hmm. um there are more direct things like marketing for instance is a direct way to growth right mm-hmm. so that's a core strategy we think about if a, te- a tech business for instance doesn't need to do a lot of digital transformation because they only they already leverage tech they're built on tech already do you get what i mean mm-hmm. it's um non-tech product or companies or organizations or brick and mortar companies that for them, digital transformation will be a key growth strategy because a, if I have a kiosk, I am telling them that instead of having a kiosk, I can have a Shopify website or a Conga website and also I'm able to make more sales. They're telling me about digital transformation as a means to do that. But you can't tell Conga or Jumia or Shopify about digital transformation in the same sense because they already leverage technology, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's then, so what are the other ways? Then about basically kind of the fundamental we talked about the product, right? Because mm-hmm. of potential customer, good customer service, that's a no-brainer anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. Having quality product, good customer service, engaging with your users, right? Making sure that yeah. you're top of mind. Good marketing. And marketing can be offline. It could be online. It could be social media. It could be search engine marketing. It could be billboards. It could be conversations and community building. I don't know the many strategies under that, right? It could be brand awareness. It could be PR. It could be developer relations. And those are the strategies that you then focus on on a day-to-day or the activities you focus on on a day-to-day to grow your business, not necessarily the process overhaul or tech mm-hmm. overhaul of digital transformation. Okay, do we have anything for uh, personal brands when it comes to growing a community? What do you, what are your top or tactics to growing a community as a personal brand? Um, I'll say be authentic. Um, that's the first one. Children need to be very authentic about it. Like, no what you want to be and what you can keep up with right that's really what the authenticity is like well i'm not trying to form something that i'm not i'm showing up the way i am and i'm showing up generously right um two don't wait until you have it all figured out like share your process story not just like when you hit it and you're super good right um so be willing to say if you anything we're doing well is what doing badly at first be willing to show up yourself and show up as a process right share your story as your story is um um another thing is figure out like engage with users right 
um, engage with your community, engage a lot. I, do, I, I, I suck at that right now, and I'm trying to figure out a mechanism and a system for me to engage more, especially on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. But engaging is a really good way to get your community closer to you, for them to know that you're human as well, right? So that's something that you want to pay attention to, like putting in a lot of engaging content, having conversations with them, replying to their comments, all of that really fun stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing is consistency. Nothing beats consistency, right? Quality content is amazing. Quality everything is amazing. But consistency without quality without consistency doesn't go far. But consistency with even half the quality can still get you some traction. <laughs> but I'm not saying that compromise on quality for consistency. I'm saying do both, right? So be very consistent in just how you grow, even if it's not sure. Even if it's not, even if you don't blow in one day or in one year, like the consistency eventually pays off as much as it can. Um what else, what else can I share? Um, there are lots of tools. There's a lot of social media platforms and there are lots of tools. Um, leverage on all of them. Try as much as possible to learn what works best for you. People are TikTok superstars. That's the same way some people are Instagram superstars and some people are YouTube superstars. You don't have to be all of them. Like You don't have to be a star in each and every one of them. Find the one channel that is like your own vibe. And focus there. And one of the things I noticed is that once you focus on one channel and you blow in that channel, it trickles down to the other ones. You might have two mil- five million TikTok followers, but you build up to have five hundred k on YouTube, um, Instagram eventually, or a million Instagram followers and YouTube subscribers, and you will be able to have like a few thousands on Instagram as well. So eventually, you trickle down to the other platforms from that one platform that you're really good at. It doesn't have to be following the trends; just the one that you think works best for you. Um, I think those are some of the things I can share. Okay, last before we go, um, I would love to know how were you able to manage like two podcasts, a YouTube channel, your work, and your personal brand, and pushing all um, together. One time management, you know. Oh. Um, if I can't do something, I would say I can do. We pushed this podcast a number of times because I didn't have the bandwidth to do that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. One time, I, and that time thing is, I for instance, I only shoot videos on weekends because I have okay. nine to five work that I'm doing on weekends. So time management is a big part of how I'm able to juggle stuff. Mm-hmm. Another one is just having a really awesome team. I've also grown enough in my career to be able to afford to have a team. And so now it's easier to delegate the things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will shoot the videos, but I'll send somebody else to edit, for instance, um, so that I can spend that time doing something else. So I think those systems and people, I think those are the two biggest ways I've been able to just get stuff done. Can you just um, tell us how we can get to... Sitting me everywhere. 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 But I'll make sure all the links are available anyways. Um, Thank you so much for being here with us. I really appreciate, though it was for a short time, but it was a lot of value that was given. I'm really grateful. I'm glad you did. Thank you so much for having me and for being patient with the plenty times we had to reschedule this. (laughs) No, 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 it's okay. Tell me too. All right, take care of yourself. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode of I want to thank PC Timmy for joining us and sharing her perspective and her expert ideas on brand growth. And to all of our listeners, I want to say a very big thank you for tuning in and being a part of the community. So keep grinding, keep pushing, keep growing your brand. As always, we'll be here with you on every step of the way. Make sure to join our communities on Facebook and Instagram. 
and don't forget to subscribe rate review us on your favorite podcast platform if you have a question pertaining to branding or business development you can email us at africanbrandacademy at gmail.com or message us on any of the social media platforms or social media communities and i will be able to answer you on the next episode it could be your question and even if i'm not able to answer you here directly i'd make sure to answer you in the communities and this is sharon alfred saying ciao take care